The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who lack a sense of humor, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And we really should have done this last week. We probably would have had enough material last week, even oh. without what we what we've done yes. the past two days to be able to uh, cover uh, to be able to fill the hour. Except that would have been well. <clears throat> yeah, last Sunday actually was my day that I didn't have everything scheduled. I did a lot during it, but. Yeah, that was one of the few days I didn't have a whole bunch of stuff to do. So, could have. It could have, but... And oh, then well. we could have scheduled next week, which would work. Well, it works out. Uh, it it we'll, works. We'll make it work. We will make things summer, work out. Weekends in summer fill up and weirdly fast. And I have to actually sit down because I really want to do... I really want to go camp at once. Mm-hmm. I really want to go to Creek Ridge once this summer. I have to figure out when that's going to happen. Although, it's yeah. looking like... Camp it has a bear weekend, like first weekend of August or okay. 8th, 9th. So it's not really the first weekend, but it's maybe first full weekend. I don't know. It, I look at a calendar. So I know people are going. I'm like, oh, maybe that's the one to shoot for because I don't think I have anything that weekend. Maybe. So camp it, bear weekend, and I'm going to try and try and be there. So I can check out camp it for the first time in a couple of years. Yeah. Um do want to mention, uh, you know, this is several weeks old at this point, but it still deserves a mention that one of the main founders of the leather community passed away uh, since our last recording. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck Renslow, who founded uh, International Mr. Leather, founded the Leather Archives, and was the original owner of Man's Country Bathhouse mm-hmm. in Detroit. Oh, Um among his, he, he was a very busy individual and entrepreneur. So, um, and yeah, he has done a lot to make sure that leather history will be recorded and that leather will continue and that it, that the leather community was able to survive the eighties and early nineties. Um, so yeah, hard time. Yeah. yeah. Hard time for a kink community to kind of continue because there's so much, you know, terror from disease and erotophobia happening and you know probably fingers pointing saying it's you people who are causing all this and it's like no it's goddamn disease causing this and they're just caught in the crossfire (sighs) yeah what a happy note to start on but uh hey my note was just being busy on weekends you're the one who brought this (laughs) well let's see here what chronologically i think the first thing is the party we were both at. Yes. Um, yes. We were both um, in similar social circles, so we were brought together at a party. Um, the host has a lovely house with some lovely artwork, some nude statuary of very skinny guys um, 
some beautiful paintings of nude men. Um, and, and a few female nudes, too. He is definitely <laughs> an admirer of the human form in general. But, I think what happens is I've been to parties where he's brought out more of the, the male artwork and had presented it because mm-hmm. I realized, oh, yeah, I, I don't see as many paintings as I've in the past. And I was like, oh, that's probably because this is how the house is naturally. And, you know, for some parties. Because, um, yeah, the red underwear party I went to around February was at that house. And before, I, I realized I have to make a disclaimer. We're not speaking of fourth ward city council candidate Jim McClurkin. <laughs> Jim McClurkin. There, that uh, anthropologist running for, uh, who also... Uh, he's running for city council. He also has a beautiful house with some very tasteful nude male art. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that he has up there. And I've been to parties at his place. He hosts a lot of parties. And I realized someone who lives in this area may be thinking, they're talking about Jim. And it's like, no. Um, he, as far as I know, I've, I do not know of any orgies or fun, par- well, sexy fun <laughs> parties he's had. His parties are very fun in a kind of a tea and crumpets kind of posh posh, you know, upper crust way it's like hey this is a fundraiser for some well-deserving charity and we're gonna sit around listening to very beautiful music and you know sit with our pinkies out um it's a perfect house for that um but no that is not the house we are speaking of we're speaking (laughs) of a different beautiful house in fact the potter with with different beautiful artwork yes in fact jim's house is actually a more of a mansion if you have a swimming pool in your basement and a recording studio performance space in your attic, it's kind of a mansion. And wings. <laughs> yeah, no, no wings on this house. No, it's, a, it's a beautiful house. Beautiful house. But it's a house. It, yeah. Be- beautiful, <clears throat> gorgeous. Um, and, yeah. But the only kink part of it is the fact that there have been fun parties at the house um, in the past. And, uh, but not this one. This was definitely not a kinky fun party either because I remember seeing you being friendly with a couple people hoping that it was going to go that way. <laughs> and trouble is, there's some of the guests at that party are kinksters and, you know, would have been fun. But there's others, there's a good portion of prudes and a good portion of hypocrites at that party too who do have fun. The hypocrites have fun on their own, but they keep it discreet and then talk about the people who aren't discreet. The prudes... Just don't like sex, period, for themselves, and don't want it for other people either. Well, the host did um, point me in the direction of which guests were not prudes or hypocrites. Yes. So So hopefully, yeah, I want the host to eventually have a party with those people. (laughs) And also not a bunch of shrieking twinks who have been kind of the bane of prior parties when they fight over the remote for music. And many of his parties have devolved to... That and it's like no 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 no. Um, Twinks are overrated. Thing is, and so the, your 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 friendliness toward others will probably be discussed for at least the next couple of months. Because good thing is you didn't have sex at the party. Otherwise, they'd talk about you for at least a decade. I've heard stories about oh who slept with whom on couches at parties. You know, before I knew any of these people, and it's like yeah, because that's let's these are not the people we invite to fun parties, kinky fun parties. <laughs> my word it, uh, it's tired old queens who have nothing better to do than to gossip some of them are quite young <laughs> it's it's not the age thing per se it's just some people who, who yeah just don't don't get don't it. approve of sex and it's like well okay you're not in my tribe um the uh so that was that the statuary and just parties of you know ages past is what what that brings that up in our gossip window. 
sites, yeah. gossip sites. That's what we're really doing. <laughs> uh, the next thing would be a personal thing for mine. Okay. Um, hooking up with a friend who, uh, it's a friend with, you know, the occasional benefits in the past. Um, He's had a breakup and been focused on work for a couple of years, so I haven't really heard from him in a while. Mm-hmm. And he said hi online, and we got together for dinner. And he also mentioned he's curious about some kink. I'm like, oh, God, I'm the one to talk to you about that. <laughs> because I'm trying to be much more kink aware. Uh, it's funny because there's like three or four things he's interested in, and they run the gambit from, oh, that's a pretty low-risk, easy thing to do, doesn't require much technique. Mm-hmm. And no equipment, so that can be pulled off. Yeah. To, oh, this thing requires a bit of technique, a bit of equipment. To, this thing is a fantasy that you probably can only fantasize about because if you want to do it and stay healthy and not cause damage to yourself or others, you'd have to go through such hoops and have so many people go through so much effort to pull this off that... It'd be something to do for like, oh, I'm turning 50 this year. I want to have this grand ben-hur-esque orgy okay we'll do it for a milestone birthday you're not doing it every week just to get off ben-hur or caligula uh i think ben-hur because i think of the comic book the extremist where there's a a a joke about that where someone admits to a fantasy and the host laughs at her and says oh my god that is so sweet my fantasies tend to be like ben-hur epics meaning costumes and Many pieces. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Ben Hur, but it was Co- definitely a sword and sandals kind of movie. Costumes, extras, sets. Mm. So yeah, um, several assistant directors. So yeah, one of his fantasies was something that was like, uh, you can't pull that off safely without a lot of prep and other people being involved. Not impossible, but and um, but yeah. So the the lesser easier things is like I can help with that. And yeah, we had dinner, talked, and then fooled around and helped with that. But um. Found out, yeah, that uh, turns out my penis is a bit pee shy when it's in someone else's mouth. Not, not my penis does not react well to novelty. Let me put it that way. <laughs> as as we will find out in a, uh, one of the other gossip sections. I'll, I'll I'll tactfully disagree, but we'll put a pin in that for now. <laughs> um, so, but I I also had um, some solo play. Um, Nothing really new or notable, and I don't want to uh, break out any names, Mm -hmm. um, but something that I've been focusing on um, in my my play one-on-one and by myself is I've been trying to do some stretching with larger toys. Oh, okay. Um, A while back, I tweeted out that my goal is to be able to take a fist by Labor Day, Mm -hmm. which I realize is a stretch goal. Uh, I was going to make some pun about labor and forcing (laughs) big things out of small orifices, but I hate puns, so I was not going to do that. that, That's more of a forcing in, but no, yeah. It's still an orifice and something going through it. Something going through it. Uh, So that is something I am working on and I am spending money on. Uh, I am... I have an order in with Fort Trough for their sit and stretch toy. It's it starts out at two inches around, which is not much, mm-hmm. uh, and ends at eight and three quarters inches around, which is a pretty good stretch and is actually smaller than my own hand. So when, it's when I basically like an adjustable butt plug. It's a cone. Okay. 
with oh a, that it's how much you insert is how wide yes, it is okay yes. i was actually picturing this very beautiful convoluted <laughs> something like a, a flower bulb that you put in there and then you turn a dial and it irises and expands and i thought there'd be a very mechanical and interlocking plates and okay a cone's much same same results much simpler engineering yeah and only 25 dollars plus shipping yes so. the device i'm thinking of would probably cost several thousand and be a bitch clean yeah well there there are inflatables for for what you're thinking of but mechanical uh, i'm picturing stainless th- things, steel and chrome uh, things would get pinched yeah that, oh no it'll all be smooth it'd be very yes well so yeah that that's that is a personal goal of mine things that i am working towards um you can like put little sharpie marks on it as your progression goes like how they mark how tall children grow over time you can just have your cone have like okay that's why i got up to this month (laughs) this is is the date i made it to here here I I'm I might do that and then I'll, on the bottom I'll write when I upgraded to the sit and stretch XL. Ah. Yeah. This particular toy was actually directly recommended um by a couple of the people at Fist Fest. Okay. So um and they seem to be experienced in this area, judging <laughs> by what I saw them taking. So yeah, I'm gonna be giving that toy a try and see yeah, see how well I can stretch myself and when I can take a hand. And, you know, again, Labor Day might be a bit of a stretch, might be a, a little quicker than it is physically possible. Mm-hmm. But I figured yeah, it's a good date to, to shoot for. It, and... It's going to have it's going to have set deadlines on projects, mm-hmm. because even if you don't make it, you you then know you didn't make it. Whereas if you just have some ephemeral, like, oh, at some point in the future, I want to do this. The, yeah, there's no accountability. Yeah, no. there And no sense of victory in case you do actually do it. It's like, I did it. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a goal is not a goal without a deadline. Then it's just a dream. Um, so, yeah. It had been a dream for quite a while, so now it's cool. a goal. Well, like I said, I think going to Fist Fest probably kind of, you know, Jump-started that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, this is important enough. I mean, I think it was, I had a little epiphany like that. Um, I think just talking to a rope, you know, top and about learning all that and seeing stuff done and realizing, okay, you just have to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. learn the basics, you know, of safety, learn the basics of some, you know, knots and some hitches and just go to town and don't even worry about being a master before you, like, you know, just start, just do. Well, and... You know, to to be fair, uh, for equitable exchange, I would be perfectly willing to be a bondage bunny for you, Mm -hmm. for somebody to tie up, uh, to practice on that, since uh, I and Slingbear got to do something new to you uh, at Detroit Bondage Club, because I think that's the next thing chronologically. Yes, because I went out with my friend Friday, and I believe the next day was DBC. So this DBC being July 1st was very lightly attended. Yeah. I think if it felt like about a dozen or so people, uh, if that, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, yeah. The, you know, a handful of regulars and two new people. Um, one new person was like, Oh, you know, got introduced around and I saw having fun later. And it was funny because someone he had fun with, they know each other through work. 
Like <laughs> one works at a place that the other one frequents as a client. Uh-huh. And they're like, yes, we know each other outside of this. And it's like, oh, well, that was sweet. Um, they're a bit of action that had been upstairs. You know, I was like, okay, cool. They're doing yeah. some stuff. Um, yeah, there was, it was very sparse, but like, oh, the other sad thing was, uh, the other newbie showed up and he was like curious about being tied up. Mm-hmm. He was new to this. He was a bit timid. Uh, it was like, oh, well, you're in luck because there's two rope tops, you know, very knowledgeable rope tops here. And he's like, oh, cool. And then he kind of sat by himself and then disappeared. And one of the rope tops was like looking all around. It's like upstairs, downstairs, in the middle, outside. He's gone. He just, he just flat out. Yeah. Either he had second thoughts and it's like, I'm not up to this right now. No, this is too scary. Or he actually like looked over the dozen and kind of appraised them and said, okay, these don't hit my buttons for hot. And I, I want kink, but I also want to be sexy. Right. And these guys aren't in my profile, you know, my parameters. So I don't want this to happen here. I'm, I'm hoping it's more the being frightened than being, you know, judgy. <laughs> it's like, you don't need, you know, if you want to be tied up, it doesn't have to be an Adonis. And even so, like, you know, a lot of the people there are very nice. It's like, you know, it's like, but none of them were skinny, young, hairless twinks, if that's what you're into. True, but I mean, you know, Hot Dog and the Dungeon Master, I mean, they're both fit. Very. um, So, yeah, I'm, and... There were a couple of definite bears there, so... So, I mean, there's a a range. There was a range of guys, but I think sometimes people, like, want people to look just like the porn. They want the the guys who are hairless and buff and obviously have been through a tanning, you know, parlor. And, you know, maybe if that's all they've had up to then was porn, that's their idea of what sexy is. And, oh, I can't work out my fantasy with people who are, you know, average. (laughs) Yeah. and haven't gone to enough standard nude beaches. As like I said, if you don't feel good about your body, just go to a beach where there's normal people nude. You'll feel so much better about yourself. Yes. Once you realize how you stack up to actual people and not models. Right. Um, but yeah, um, uh, yeah. The uh, but there were two. Like I said, being so slow, we had opportunity. Um, I had mentioned curiosity about being mummified, saran wrap, duct tape mummified. And mm-hmm. you and Slingbear helped me out with that. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, and I, that, I think that's the first time we have really been in a full scene together. I, I think there's been groping and you're talking about how you'd never like, you know, had my cock in your mouth before. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure you've at least sampled it during some group stuff in one of the things I thought. Um, or when I was in the Amsterdam box. Yes. But I mean, nothing yes. extensive. Just yeah. like, okay, um, Bender did it. Tag. Um, <laughs> right. But this, yeah, this, 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 this was a lot more intense. This was a lot more. You guys wrapped yeah. me. Uh, you took the, you know, thick saran wrap roll. Uh, you went around my arms, had my arms to my sides. Yes. Uh, did not do my arms separately. I uh, just had them at my sides because um, I think you took it easy for fear. Yes. I would possibly be claustrophobic and freak out, which is a possibility. Right. Yeah. We, this being a new thing, mm-hmm. we didn't know how you would react to it either on a mental level mm-hmm. or on a physical level. Because I know there are some people who, while they really like to be bound up like that, 
their joints are not able to handle mm. it for very long. Okay. And, this is making some odd pressures and different yes. angles that their joints are may, might not be used to. Right. So, yeah. So that that's why we didn't go yeah. whole hog. Because you, say. yeah, you you wrapped me up from ankles pretty much to neck. Um, well, technically neck to ankles, because for for safety, you start at the top okay. and and work your way down. Um, so, that, so you're not like forcing blood all up into the head. And... Well, it's more of a balance issue. Okay. That you have, that you're able to move your feet for a longer period of time, especially when we're putting pressure and force hmm. high up at your shoulders. We want, we want you to be able to move your feet so that you don't topple over. Which is not a done deal. <laughs> As I was finding out last night at the bar where I was just like, constantly felt while I was teetering and not because of alcohol, just because of like two legs, not really stable. <laughs> um, yeah, but you wrapped me up in the saran wrap and then uh, kind of went over the saran wrap with some duct tape. It wasn't like a full mummification. Which, right. It's funny because um, at one of the other events we'll be talking about, someone showed me a picture of some guy he had done full duct tape mummification for, where he had just wrapped the guy completely, no access to anything, just a tube of, Saran wrap and duct tape. No access to nipples or crotch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But just t did them like that and left them. That was the whole scene was, I tied you up and I'm going to leave you alone in the basement. And you can just sit there for an hour, you know. And uh, no real play. It was just that the mummification was the main event, I think, for that scene. And he showed me yep. a picture of that and it was like, yeah, complete duct tape casing. Um, in this case, no, like you said, zebra stripes. You just kind of wrapped it around to restrain me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I uh, had me hobble over to a massage table, laid me down on it, and blindfolded me. And then uh, you'd kept a hole open at my crotch. Yes, so, so that we could work your, your yes. cock and balls. But then, but then, like I said, I just have a, like, without seeing what was going on, it's like, I had no idea. It's like, am I hard? I can't tell if I'm hard. I think I'm just floppy. I feel so bad that they're, you know, going through all this effort. I'm just like, you know, just all dangly and not reacting. You, you were reacting. Okay. Um, you did get hard. I mean, it wasn't... You know, a screaming purple, mm -hmm. angry heart on, but it, I could tell you were getting excited. Um, you seemed to be enjoying yourself. I think there was the the Hitachi wand being used on me. I think that had the the biggest effect. I think. Well, it, it's rather yes. intense. There, there is a lot to a Hitachi wand. And it was so just, yeah. and it actually it was funny because um, I've seen one with the uh, the kind of the jack. Um, the silicon jack-off sleeve yes. attachment. And no, this was just the, the bulb being placed on areas. And it was like, oh, so, yes. okay, that's that's something. The the owner of the wand used to have a silicone sleeve with it, um, but it got worn out oh. <laughs> through overuse. Um, so, yeah, so we, we just used that, the bulb. You were yeah. handicapped, as I said, because you had wrapped up my nipples, and I realized... Yeah, yeah I oversight on our part. <clears throat> yeah, I, you, you, you cut them out after... Uh, after a bit, but even that was like, oh my god, it's like scissors around my nipples. This is, <laughs> this is making me all retreat up and, yeah, tur turtle in. Um, yeah, so it was interesting. Uh, you you know, you left me sit there for a bit, um, asked if, you know, I was fine, and I was I was enjoying the, it was an interesting mm -hmm. sensation. Um, I liked the attention. You know, I liked... Uh, having multiple people kind of working on me at the same time and not knowing necessarily who they were because I was blindfolded. And it's like, I don't know who's taking part in this. Okay. That's, you know, that was part of the consent I was giving. It's like, okay, everyone in this room can do whatever, you know, to, to a certain extent. 
someone was trying to do a, a bit of breath play on me, mm-hmm. and I warned them because my nose is so freaking delicate that pinching my nose could lead into a fountain of blood. And and that would be bad, especially when you're bound up like that. Yes. yes. So, and I'd had issues with nosebleeds earlier in the week, and it's like, I think the tampon I usually carry around is in a pocket somewhere upstairs, so let's, you know, tissues will not be enough. So I, I gave warning, and they're like, okay, and avoided the nose after that. Um, so it was interesting. Uh, uh, then being left, you know, just sitting there was, you know, interesting too, just kind of like yeah, j- just being ignored. J- just to, it, yeah, just to Isolated. enjoy the bondage and... Yeah, we we wanted to give you the as full of an experience as we could. Yeah, but yeah, there was but the whole time I was thinking I can I think I can get out of this. Mm-hmm. I I could feel my arms getting slick from the sweat. And I thought it wouldn't be too much for me to snake my hands up and out through the 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 dick hole basically, right? And then have access to ripping off the rest, which we tried when, and, when we were and done. Basically I basically like, succeeded at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, afterwards I was like, okay, just make sure I don't fall off this table, mm-hmm. but let me see how far I can get. And I was able to hulk out of it basically. Oh no. Hulking out would just be like tensing and all popping. That did not happen. It was more clawing and ripping <laughs> and shredding. <laughs> it, was, it was not pretty, but I got myself out. It was amusing to watch though. <laughs> it, it was interesting to see. Like a weird butterfly coming out of its, you know, Chrysalis. Yes. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens, like you said. Another variation would be to individually wrap the arms. Yes. If, when we do this again, mm-hmm. I, I think it sounds like you mostly enjoyed yourself and would... It was an interesting experience. I don't... Again, I don't know if it's really my thing. Okay. Like I said, I, th- I think if it was my thing, it might have triggered a, a, a bit more longer-lasting and intense erection. It'd be like, oh my god, this is so great. I can't not I can't I can't not be hard right now. Right. It's more like, oh, novelty. This is weird. I'm not too sure I'm what I'm thinking about this. So yeah, some tweaks that would probably be made would be yeah, to uh give you more of the sensation would be yeah, to wrap the arms and legs individually. Mm-hmm. Rather than avoid the crotch, to carefully cut out an opening for okay. the the cock and balls. And at the same time, cut out an opening for the nipples. Mm. Um, and you do that before the duct tape gets applied. Mm. Um, and then wrap with the duct tape. And then you have probably do a full wrap uh, on the duct tape rather than just the stripes. Go, go ahead and turn you into uh, a full burrito. Mm. Um, so, uh, and then, yeah, maybe go ahead and wrap the head uh, as well. Because that that's an interesting... Uh, sensation. Yeah, that that might be something that could trigger uh, claustrophobia, but I don't know. Don't know till you try. Uh, the other thing I saw that was there that night was a lovely demonstration, some beautiful rope bondage. Yes. Uh, someone being tied very skillfully to the St. Andrew's Cross with mm-hmm. a very intricate matrix of rope, and then being tortured. Well, Jacked off, tortured. You know, uh, he, he, actually, there was some torturing. There was some tit yeah, stuff no, happening. Yeah, there, and... there was some tit stuff and the interesting vibrator. Yes, uh, that that was applied to him. Uh, it's modular. Mm-hmm. Uh, found out look, with looking, different heads. That can, yeah, different heads. And I saw them take yeah. off the hammer head. 
Yeah, that that was the one that that they were using when we when no. we let you out the first time. I thought he was, was a claw yeah, just a claw hammer. I was yeah. like, wow, he's using a claw hammer to weigh down the the tit clamp chain, and it's like interesting. And then I realized, oh, it's bendy. Yeah, it uh, so and vibrating. <laughs> so yeah, that that was interesting. I I and then he swapped that out for just a basic wand later on uh, it was branded tom of finland so oh. i might be able to look up tom of finland vibrator uh on the internet uh to see what other attachments are made for it but yeah that that claw hammer definitely made a statement um also being silicon you can kind of do some i don't know torture fantasies where you're just you know bashing someone's hand with a hammer but it's basically silicon so it's not actually destroying bones or flesh right it it, it ends up being more like a rubber mallet hmm. than a, than an actual steel head hammer so yeah that was a fun scene which you know the person was you know brought off with a, a silicon sleeve being jacked off into that and lo- love their reactions as oh they, yes they 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 came very vocally and it was and it was, started laughing as they tend to do when they are overstimulated, <laughs> had a, I'm trying to remember what they're called, bumble ball, buzzy ball. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it kind of looks like a mine, like a sea mine, if it were made of brightly colored plastic. Yeah. It, it, they were advertised on all of the Saturday morning shows during the 90s. Mm. But yeah, basically it's a ball that has a low frequency vibrator mm. in it. And that was hung by a rope from the bottom's nuts. And turned on, so it was like, oh, so yeah. I take it in the, the advertisements in the 90s, it was not being advertised as a sex device. No. It's like a toy that if you throw it because the vibrations make it kind of bounce around and roll. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that it bou- that it ha- the vibrations are enough to make it bounce and roll and move in weird directions okay. when it's on a surface by hence, itself. Hence the garishly bright colors. Yes. It's like, that's a weird color combination for sex toys. <laughs> It, it it's a pervertible, not not quite a full sex toy. Okay. Um, okay. That's about it for number six. We... Well, yeah, I mean, the only other thing we did after number six, or a- after we got you out of the saran wrap, oh. is we showed our appreciation to Sling Bear yes. for his assistance. In a sling. Uh, in a sling, with lube. <laughs> well, I didn't realize also that he, you know, he'd already had a, a happy ending that night already, so it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's, Bless, he's usually good for for two or three. Gosh, so it's like lucky him. I know. I I I I think it's been yeah, it's been decades since that was a thing for me. I even I have to watch out because it's like oh okay, if I jerked off that morning, it's like it might you know, really put a crimp on what I can do that night. Yeah. Well, he uh, yeah, he is a lucky multi orgasmic bear. Mm. Um, within the pet his most recent personal best. I mean, when he was a teenager, he got uh, well into double digits mm-hmm. in a day. Um, I think he said he got to 24 in 24 hours when he was a teenager. Okay. Um, but most recent personal best was seven in 24 hours. Oh. So, it's, <laughs> bravo. You know, as long as, as long as they're all still feeling good and mm-hmm. what comes out is either white or clear and not red, good for you. <laughs> Um, okay. So that was DVC. Uh, so next would be be the Necto Leather Invasion. Yes. I think. Which is funny because it was first Friday. It was, yeah, the first Friday of July. Yeah. Uh, 
the funny, well, it should have been our first Friday for Esquire. Yes. But because they're having another leather event the next night at Esquire, and also because this was like a special thing at Necto, we're like, hey, let's check that out. So we kind of abandoned ours and went to that one. Um, I didn't realize that it was in like this idea of invasion I thought it was a leather event. Did not realize, no, it was actually a, what, beach party event? Yeah. And uh, some leather guys were like, no, we're just going to all show up there. Yep. In kink and leather with the the beach guys. And beach guys meaning guys who were wearing board shorts or underwear as swim trunks and wandering around, you know, mm-hmm. thinking, you know, kind of like on a beach. Uh, they had a beach, uh, they had a contest where, like for beach bunny, beach boy, whatever. Beach boy. Yeah, yeah. Beach boy body. Uh, a couple of other people, uh, entered. I know, uh, the one guy, uh, um, well, Mr. Icon Detroit. Yes. He came in second. Yes. He, I mean, I think he was playing on competing. Yes. But then they was. talked, yeah. uh, another guy into it, uh, the mm-hmm. one who was in the, uh, chaps and jock strap. In harness, there I saw the drag queens descend upon him. It's like, oh, wouldn't you like to compete too? <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. And so I think, yeah, they had uh, that. Um, it was we got there very early. We got there when the doors opened, and which meant we which didn't take cover, I, which is what I tend to do anyway. And uh, yeah, it's like okay, that's kind of early for me <laughs> um, <laughs> because you know you're sitting around with you know, nothing to really see or do. You can explore the place, but. It was very quiet, and for a while there, I was worried because it's like, where the... and then when I especially heard that this is not a leather event, this is some leather people showing up at a different theme event. And I'm like, oh, this could be bad. We we might be the oldest and kinkiest people here. Uh, yeah, bless his heart. The bartender was, you know, <laughs> called us old, and realized it about halfway through while he was saying, "It's like, oh, I love when you." old leather guys, you know, coming to the, it's like, uh, and uh, he, you could just see in his eyes, like, what have I said? Oh, and well, it's like, bless your heart. Well, I mean, you just have give to, me my half price drinks. You have to figure that the Necto, it, it, it is an 18 and up club. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to figure that, especially during fall, winter and spring, that the vast so majority young. of the clientele are college kids. And it's not a gay bar. It's only gay on Fridays. It, yes, it is only gay on Friday nights. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's just a standard bar that happens to have a gay night. So I had to keep thinking that, too, because there'd be, you know, some woofy guys working security on that night and realizing, oh, wait, these are just guys who work at a bar. They're not you know, necessarily guys who work at a gay bar, meaning that they're more likely to be gay. <laughs> Right. Uh, and, and and don't grope them. Or be too leering. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I was too leering, but I, I, did, I did eat the eye candy. I was going to say, dude, you're always, well, too, <laughs> you're always leering. And yeah. uh, two probably depends on the situation, the, the event. We were well, there pl- early. Plus, I figure, you know, if they're working there on a Friday, they know what the clientele is and pr- probably the, take the the looks of hunger as a compliment. Or say... God damn it! I'm working. Keep, <laughs> keep keep your the male gaze on the other pieces of meat out there who are here for this. I'm here for money and not. So it's oh, it's it's complicated. Right. It can be complicated. Yes, uh, because also they're trapped. I've I've had friends who like will hit on people at their jobs and like no, they are trapped. They can't get away from you. This is not this is not a good thing. I had a friend who um kissed a boy at a kiosk or like the entrance to a park once mm-hmm. 
And the next time we went there, the boy was still there with his girlfriend also in the booth. And it's like, look what you've done. He has to have a chaperone now in protection <laughs> because you you basically because he's like, well, I thought he was like, well, you read it wrong, I guess. Yeah. He, was, it, he was simply being professional and friendly, and you you're hopeful. It, it, it is amusing after the fact, but no, that was kind of assault. What yeah. you did, yeah. Uh, so we, uh, yep, it was a it was a nice event. I was oh so on the fence. Uh, It'd been such a long week socially. Mm-hmm. Did not know how much energy I had. A place I'm not used to going to with people I didn't know. I mean, I knew a handful of people who were going to be there. Yes. Um, some of the people I thought were going to be there didn't show because they kind of did what I was thinking of doing. I was like, gotta save my energy. We had a good time. Um, like the happy hour went on until 11 o'clock. So I was able to get all the booze I was drinking that night half off. Yes. And. So, and- Hey, I gotta say they've got really reasonable prices. Yeah, uh, even before the, yeah. the half off started, it's like okay, yes, just good sized drink for normally eight dollars now four. Uh, nice variety of drinks. Uh, it's many levels. It's a very extensive bar. I love the uh, patio area. Oh yeah, that open also has its own bar, which is where we were originally upstairs, mm-hmm. and then when a lot of people showed up, they were there. But then they all kind of migrated to the patio. Yeah, we were because, there till the con- uh, till the contest started. Yeah, because a lot of them smoke. Okay, so yeah, so they all ended up in the patio. It was fun. Yeah. Um, you know, met and chatted up several guys I knew kind of casually, so I had a better chance to talk to them. Uh, new people I've never met before, but obviously are known because they're in the community. Uh, talked and you know got to know them uh, and then ran to another person from Lansing and was talking to him and that's when you basically were done yeah I I, I crashed out at midnight it's so funny because midnight right came the I'm, contest. Talk, I'm talking to someone the contest is starting we're watching it begin I'm talking to someone you come up to me and it's like we're out of here it was just like that we're out of here <laughs> and I was like okay and my thought was like it was so abrupt I thought something had happened Oh, I thought I'm I thought so I thought there'd been some leather drama and something had happened. A drink was thrown in someone's face. Someone got kicked out, and they're oh, they're sitting I'm, I'm in tears. They're sitting in tears on the curb, waiting for us to come out so we could drive them home. I thought, oh, what happened? It wasn't until we we're outside. It was like, oh, we're just going. Okay, got it. Because oh, I understand. Um, you had said we we're going to get back to Lansing about two. Yes, and I'm used to Ann Arbor being about an hour away. Pre, you know, without construction and my friend's driving habits, you can do Ann Arbor in an hour. So I was thinking, oh, we'll be leaving about one. And with the contest there, I thought we were kind of there for the purpose of like cheering mm. on the leather guys in the contest. So I thought, oh, we'll be staying for the contest. Uh, so I was thinking I was leaving more one ish. So at midnight when it happened, I was like, oh, okay, what happened? Um, also, um, just what, there, what happened was I turned into a pumpkin. Well, what happened was your energy dropped and I think your boots were killing you also. Uh, that too, because, because once you got to the car, you stripped out of like pretty much everything except your pants. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Oh, he's having like issues with his wardrobe. <laughs> yes. Well, a, a part of that was, you know, I picked up you and our other guest mm-hmm. direct from work. Mm-hmm. And so I had been wearing my boots since 10 a.m. <laughs> Which wasn't the brightest idea. Uh, but yeah, I had been in those boots all darn day mm. and had sort of twisted my ankle uh, a little bit. So yeah, no, I I was done. 
at midnight. I yeah. The only the only sadness about that was, I mean, it was time to go. Like I said, we got back about quarter to two. So if we had stayed any later, it'd been so much so much later. And I had things yes. to do the next day, but I would like to have had like a ten minute warning so I could have at least gone cycled through and said goodbye to people. Yeah, which I felt bad about. I don't think anyone like. Probably said, well, oh, the Lansing guys are I was, I was gone. planning on doing that, but then I turned around and everybody had disappeared off of the patio. Yeah, they're all up at the uh, the the the, the event. Uh, yeah, because mostly, like I said, I had had good conversations with people, and there are a lot of tasty guys there. I want to kind of fuck or be fucked by, <laughs> and I thought, oh well. We're making inroads and like leaving without saying goodbye might be them thinking, oh, I guess they aren't interested. Oh. Like, no, 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 that's not the case. No, it's unlikely. Because yeah. I think, you know, I don't know the flavor profiles of the guys I'm curious about, but I don't know if I'm within their parameters. And also, I don't think anyone would have been like, where'd the Lansing guys go? Oh, nuts. They must not like us. No, I'm pretty sure it was more a matter of it's crazy. It's busy. There's so many people here. Oh, people left? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, they, they probably didn't notice we were gone yeah. for... A while, and then hopefully what they thought was, oh, it's It's late. It's (laughs) late, and it's a heck of a drive back to Lansing. It's late, and they're old. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the oldest one there. And luckily we weren't. I I think I was the fourth oldest there, though, in that building. Because there was a a bearish couple, you know, some bear daddies who were there. And I know one other person who's older than me by a few years couple years mm-hmm. um so i'm like i'm number four in this <laughs> that's an experience but uh hey what whatever hey, you need to tell yourself to hey i've been to time. events and it's like i'm pretty sure i'm the oldest person here oh well um so yeah uh nectar was interesting uh it'd been years since i'd been there yeah um i i thought i had been there back in the aughts but i must have been thinking of a different club which night which Trying to remember what it was it must have been something in Detroit, maybe. Okay. I know the Necto. Yeah. I don't know if Necto is if that's the full name because it was the Nectarine Ballroom, right? That was the name of it. I don't know if they rebranded to the Necto or if it still technically is the Nectarine Ballroom, like uh, like how yeah. Meyer is actually Meyer's Thrifty Acres, yeah, or was, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the bar that I thought the Necto was was n- completely not the bar I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, the, the one I was thinking of was was not multi-level um, and had a much larger dance floor. And so. I don't know if... Because ne- I know the time I went to Necto many, you know, a couple decades ago, it was extensive, multi-level, lots of stuff to it. Mm-hmm. I thought it had gone since where it had been condensed down to more one floor, it wasn't quite as expansive, and but now the Nectar now is like you know, couple dance floors, patio, lots of stuff. I was kind of excited because I saw lockers. I'm like, oh, are there sexy fun places to you know corners to go to? But it's like, no, those are probably lockers to put your coats and that during the winter. I'm yeah, like, oh. if, if if this wasn't a straight bar six out of seven days of, yeah. of the week, then yeah, then the red room probably would have had a completely different connotation. Um, but yeah, good yeah. event. Um, you know, I didn't miss uh, Esquire too much because, you know, we had it the next night, which brings us to you, yeah. last night. It brings us to last night um, where the Grand Rapids Rivermen had their 33rd anniversary party, Luau, um, at the Esquire. 
Um, Which was surprising. It was funny because at first I thought, okay, Esquire has this beach theme going with karaoke. Do they double book? It was like, oh, wait, you're having leather is it, people. Is it like what happened at the neck? Tone? Yeah, I was like, what, what is this with beaches and leather? It's like, that's two great tastes that I don't think taste great together. No, not so much. No. But uh, So, but no, and I know one of the people there was really annoyed with that. He's like, why do they have... Why do they have karaoke tonight? Tonight's a night for you know leather guys to be hanging out and talking. We're not going to be able to hear each other. He was really like annoyed with the karaoke, but found out no, that's what the Grand Rapids yeah, Rivermen had the, arranged. The, the, yeah, the Grand Rapids Rivermen arranged for the tiki theme mm-hmm. and for the karaoke. So I was confused yeah. walking in. I saw the DJ host blowing up like inflatable palm trees. I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like uh, because I know that other leather nights there have been like they would have a flogging station. And, uh, you know, St. Andrew's Cross set up and demos of stuff. And I thought, this isn't going to work really well with karaoke. But, they, yeah, they had it. It was their different, a different party they yes. wanted to have. And they did. Uh, they had uh, one person in a caftan, muumuu. Ca- caftan, turban, yes. and lipstick. And- yes. It was, it was, they were definitely doing kind of drag as more of a statement than yes that yes more of a statement than as or performance definitely yes. as drag as costuming and did some singing uh they had a limbo contest uh i thought they were supposed to do a 50 50 raffle but i that didn't I, happen I, I guess that didn't happen maybe they didn't maybe someone forgot to bring tickets that's kind of essential for a 50 50 raffle yeah kind of especially when you want to like you know measure from crotch to to floor and all that yeah boots to balls uh but yeah lots of people um i there was the unfortunate part because i'm used to like when they do they host a night they kind of circulate and they're like amongst the crowd working the crowd yeah, no they really weren't no i think what happened was they had all gone to meet before they had and, and yep. were in meat comas they all had a lot of meat in them and they're like okay we need to digest this and just sit at these tables and drink and Enjoy our own company and conversations. Because, yeah, the Lansing crowd was a few tables away, just kind of at our own table. And we're like, well, this is weird. This is like, you know, the uh, high school cafeterias where each clique has their own <laughs> table. And it's like, and I mean, I tried, I talked, uh, you know, I went over there and talked to him, but also felt really awkward. Like, I'm invading your space. Yeah. Well, I mean, er- earlier in the night, you know, one of them mm-hmm. came over because I'm connected with him on Facebook uh-huh. and he recognized me. Uh, so we chatted for a while. He talked about his recent bad dragon purchase. Yes. Um, and I, I looking along at that, with it's the, like, along wow, with the, you're talented. Yeah. Along with a video on his phone of, uh, it's like, Oh, that's really pleasant. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> Not, a, nice angle. Nice lighting. You could, they could use this as a commercial. Yes, they they probably could. Um, so yes, if, if you're listening, uh, yeah, uh, that was yeah. Nice. Talk, talk to Bad Dragon and uh, see if they want to show off your ass uh, <laughs> enjoying one of their toys. Um, so there was someone yeah. else. It was funny. There was someone else there who had come with the crowd, and it's funny because I it was a bad combination of him being shy mm-hmm. but also being sad that he wasn't being hit on. And it's like, dude, I definitely hit on you. 
Yeah. But I'm also really super subtle about it, and so I guess he didn't realize it. Or I'm not, with again, within his parameters of what he wanted to be hit on by. So it's like, okay, I could understand that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so there was like, yeah, he's he was kind of in the corner on his phone, and like, you, got, you know, you, you get what you bring to an event. Yes. If you want to interact and be social with people, you kind of, it's hard. You have to put yourself out there. That's yeah. always a lesson I've had to teach myself. It's like... I want to be a wallflower, but it will piss me off if I am a wallflower. And I'll be mad at myself, not mad at other people who aren't talking to me. But I've, I've seen that too at events, um, munches, um, where someone will show up, kind of dressed all in black, scowling, scissors in the corner, glares at everyone. People will approach them because that's the purpose, is to try and bring them in. Obviously, they're to interact. They'll barely acknowledge, be gruff. Then they're left alone because people think that's what they want. And then go on FetLife afterwards and bitch about, I went there, they're all clicks, no one talked to me. And it's like, you son of a bitch. No, people did talk to you, they tried to pull you into the thing, and you're being your badass goth self in the corner, glaring, and we just thought you wanted to be left alone and slowly work yourself into the group. Yeah, sorry nobody else there was into Sonic Youth, Morbid, Morbid, hey, Sorry, no one else there was into Sonic Youth and him, but but the um, and it's funny because then in, it's invariably the hosts would always be like, "Oh, we're sorry, we saw you there, but you didn't look like you wanted to be bothered." We and then they kind of spelled out. And I do know that a couple of people did approach you and try to bring you into it. We just <laughs> didn't think you were right. And basically, to kind of point out, stop, you know, trying to act all victimy here. An effort was made to include yes. you. It's your own choice not to be a part of it. Yes. But, you know, some people, I think, have that fantasy of showing up at an event or a group and just like, oh, hey, you know, let, let's force you to be social. And Yeah, no, not so much. I did make a point to do a couple rounds mm-hmm. around the uh, Grand Rapids group. And mm-hmm. the one in the uh, caftan said, you look oddly familiar. I think I, I, I think I remember you from Menjo's when you were flirting shamelessly, making out with and groping one of my friends. And I'm like, mm. yeah, that sounds like me. Mm. <laughs> um, and several people in kilts. Yes, that night. Um, oh, at least two leather kilts I saw, which yes. was quite nice. Um, I, I was in my uh, Rip It kilt, which was... And I was in my Utah kilt. Yeah. And, but I don't know. It's like one of those kilts, they, the the wearer said it was a Utah kilt, but for the price he got it at, the material looked really different. And he said yeah. it was European, and that's why it was I, cheaper I and different. Think, and I'm like, I think that might be a knockoff. Yeah, I, I <laughs> think that one was something calling itself a Utah kilt, but is not the genuine article. It had, had the same general design of the exterior yes. pockets and the, the V buttons, but yeah, the material, I mean, like I said, the other guy was wearing a leather Utah kilt, and it's a different kind of leather, mm-hmm. and also the price is much higher for that one. So yes. I think, it, yeah, just, you know, it, it was still, you know, very serviceable and very nice looking, but... And worn in the proper manner. Uh, as I did not check that one. Actually, I didn't check anyone's kilt. Had my kilt, ugh, had my kilt checked by a couple. Well, I think one guy checked it to check it. The other was checking it just to be friendly. And was, <laughs> I think he that was more of a, a flirting, like, hey, I want an excuse to touch your ass, and oh, you're in a kilt, so we'll use that. 
<laughs> I like works for me. Hey, yeah, that, that's part of the reason why I bought mine. But yeah, uh, I stayed till it closed. I mean, I was. Yeah, no, I I clocked out the, at, the at midnight out. again. Yeah, um, yeah, I I was surprised at the energy I had. I had a <laughs> I had a gift certificate from uh, winning at bingo a month before, and it expired that day. So it was perf- worked out perfectly. Hey, I found my gift certificate. It expires today. I'm going to use it at the leather night. So, and and try a fruity drink on special. Yeah. I I thought special meant, hey, it's cheap. No, fruit on special meant, oh, we made it specifically for this luau night. I'm like, oh. Yeah, the, these bottles of booze have been sitting here, and we need an excuse to use them up. Um, I Yeah, because you just had the, you had the blue Hawaiian. Yes, which was kind of creamy and coconutty and blah. Yeah, I... I had the blue Hawaiian, and yeah, I found it too coconutty, too sweet. I also had the, I think they called it a tropical punch, which mm-hmm. was not as sweet, but quite fruity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like lemonade-based with blue Caraco in it and some other things. Yes, and uh, Malibu oh. uh, coconut rum rather than the Captain Morgan's coconut cream rum. Okay. So Then it, I had a couple yeah. shots of scotch that I just sipped. Um, then I had some water. To hydrate. And then I had a Moscow Mule, which was very complicated. I thought, okay, I'd used up the gift certificate mm-hmm. and had gone $1 over. So I had $1 on my tab. And I think, okay, that's just silly to have a tab of $1 with a credit <laughs> card. I mean, I'd be putting tip on top of that too. but Right. So I thought, one more drink. So I kind of nodded to the bar t- uh, the server and said, Moscow Mule. Or give me a mule, I think I said. He's like, okay. It went off. And then didn't say anything, didn't say anything. And then another person at the table finished his mule. And the guy came back and he's like, I'll have another one of these. And he went off. And I'm like, I think you might have forgotten about mine. Comes back with the other guy's mule. And I'm like, hey, catch it. I'm like, make a face. And he's like, oh, sorry. I forgot. Goes off. Comes back with my tab. And I'm like, oh. I, I'm not ready to go yet. I wanted I wanted booze. And he's like, what? I'm like, I wanted a mule. That's what the, that... Like, that, look at you that, was for. Oh, he's like, oh. oh. He's like, I kind of remember that. And I'm like, I'm, I think I just said mule, so I can understand in a loud bar during karaoke why a one word at you was not a drink, was simply tap. <laughs> so, so we corrected that. It was fine, but it was amusing. I was like, what? 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 You want me to leave? <laughs> um, but no, I stayed till the bitter end. It wasn't bitter. Actually, it was pretty sweet because there was... Two o'clock, and there's kinky people around, and I, I think made a little bit of spectacle of myself mashing on someone. So cool, yeah. Because at that point, it was like a lot of the kinksters and other people had left, or so you just had the kind of karaoke crowd, mm-hmm. and, and also like you know, I think a number of straight people. I saw several women, and one really, I thought he was super hot, ginger bearded guy. But I'm pretty sure I saw him like. Leaning into a woman and like, oh, straight friends who are visiting. It's like, I don't mind straight people as long as they act gay in public (laughs) Uh, or accept my advances. Uh, But yeah, so we're like kind of making out against the wall. And it's like, cool. And it's like, if anyone's raising an eyebrow, this is our fucking place. This is where we get to do it. Exactly. But then I think we did walk like, you know, a block and then kind of made out in the corner a little bit too. And it's like, okay. But then I felt bad because it's like, nothing can come of this tonight because I have to do stuff tomorrow. It's late. I'm not at my best. 
and the apartment is fucking messy. So, yeah, and I I did get up to some quick shenanigans in the parking lot. Oh, uh, so I heard about things happening outside. So people would leave, and then they'd come back, and I'd hear about stuff that happened. I was like, "Ooh, sounds like there's some stuff going on." Well, for me at least, there was. Okay, um, but yeah, won't won't get go into detail because what we did was technically illegal. <laughs> so yeah, we yeah, showed an exposed genitalia. Yeah. It's like, yep, can't do that. All right, no expert portion of the show today. So, we had so much fucking gossip. <laughs> we had so much fucking gossip. So busy. Um, what we were going to talk about um, was the Pornhub Insights article um, that they put out for Gay Pride. Um, and so if you have not read that, look, if you do a Google search for Pornhub Pride, um, the article will pop up and they talk about the stats of how their users enjoy their gay porn mm. uh, and how much uh, gay porn is consumed, what types are popular, where, uh, and with what groups. Mm. So uh, that um, crafting-wise, um, coming up probably probably next time, I want to have a discussion about knitting needles, uh, mm-hmm. different materials, sizes, shapes, mm. And all that fun stuff, but it looks like we don't have time to get into that either. So that's something we'll say for next time. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to uh, send questions, ideas, comments about uh, knitting needles and crochet hooks, uh, yes, we will. We would love to have that and get some more uh, thoughts and voices on the show. Um, and. Yeah, expert portion next time uh, will be about sounding. So if you have questions about uh, sticking things into your dick for for pleasure, um, yeah, send those along as well. Uh, Twitter, email, PayPal donation comment, carrier pigeon, uh, however you feel like getting that to us. Um, Not smoke signals or... Some before because I didn't know not how to read either of those. Yeah. Or, you know, you can drop it off at my apartment. If you know where that is, you are welcome to do so. <laughs> Good luck. This apartment is weirdly secure in that the buzzers are broken. There's there's no buzzers. There's just wood where the buzzers should be. Yep. So there's no way to notify someone that they're at the door unless you have your number where you're like, hey, ding dong, I'm at your door. Let me in. Yeah. Also, the door used to be broken, so you could get in through the outer door to get to someone's apartment. But then they fixed that, but then left the buzzers broken. Yes. So they've made you very secure. And they should feel so good. And an additional layer of security that they're doing road construction nearby, and the road is kind of closed off in one direction. Yes. So, so yeah, so that makes it fun. Um, But other uh, upcoming events... Number six. Number six is coming up. Uh, yes, we know it's not number six. It, Don't write in. No, please actually do write yeah, in. Yeah, please, please uh, actually write it. Uh, the gathering. The gathering, and then formerly number six. Uh, Creek Ridge Campground. At it's a leather weekend. This, this well, when this comes out, it will be this weekend. So yes. So you're releasing this on Wednesday, the seventh. No, twelfth. Twelfth. And fifteenth yes. and sixteenth is a leather weekend at Creek Ridge. By Stockbridge. Uh, I know there's a 
Yeah, that's coming. Yeah, there's an. Yeah, I was thinking of other things that are happening in other places, but that's after other of our shows. So, to be yes. announced then. Yes, to be announced uh, then. And uh, oh, I've heard. Um, yeah. So yeah. So there's there's stuff coming up. Uh, Bear weekends. Yep. And do want to say thank you to uh, all of the new listeners that we're getting because I handed out. Oh. Uh, I have this nice metal. Uh, business card case that I have in my uh, leather vest, and I emptied it at Necto, <laughs> hand, handing out cards. So hopefully we get some new listeners uh, from that. Uh, you, well, you're kind of getting what we are. Okay? We basically talk. We basically talk about you, and then, <laughs> then pontificate on some topic, and then talk about how we're not doing crafting, <laughs> and how we need to get back to doing crafting. Yeah, just uh, as, yes. as I've observed, it's kind of a winter thing. To, to be knitting and crafting, at least well, in my energy. And then, well, then the, the thing that's been grabbing my craft curiosity, there's a company called Wintercroft. Mm-hmm. They make the patterns for paper masks, like the pol- pol- polygonal, polygonal, polygon masks that uh-huh. uh, are all angles and planes. Yes, and, yes. And they, uh, you can get patterns for fox heads, like full heads, face masks, and you get the pattern, and you can do whatever you want with it as long as you're not charging or making money off of them. But I thought the Doberman could be an interesting pup hood if made out of foam. Hmm. Uh, they were supposed to be made out of cardboard, but it's the pattern. You can just how the shapes fit together to make it. Yeah. Uh, there's some cool face masks that could be made out of some really interesting papers. So that kind of grabbed my attention. It's like, I want to make, I want to make some fox faces. <laughs> well, I like the idea of masks. Well, I, I encourage you to, to make some fox faces and, and there's we'll, a wonderful, we'll talk about on the show. And a wonderful store that sells some great papers in Ann Arbor. Hollanders, I think. And they have some great papers there. So, yeah, maybe that. Who knows? We'll All see. Right. Well, and on that note, we have run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ox, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Thanks so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sir King. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.